Today, we're talking about FAA glitches, housekeeping among U.S. reps, Russia's latest moves in Ukraine, and other top news for Friday, January 13th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. The hardest thing in life is to forgive. Hate is self-destructive. If you hate somebody, you're not hurting the person you hate, you're hurting yourself. Louis Zamperini. Let's start with some espresso shots. Travelers met major turbulence at airports across the country again Wednesday. Pilots share information about potential hazards, runway conditions, or weather through a Federal Aviation Administration program called Notices to Air Missions, or NOTAM. When the system goes down, it's not good. Lingering concerns from a NOTAM failure prompted the FAA to issue a 90-minute nationwide ground stop Wednesday morning, grounding all U.S. flights for the first time since 9-11. The halt allowed the FAA to reset the system and eliminate cyber attack concerns, canceling or delaying 40% of all major airline flights in the meantime. It's unclear if the FAA tried putting NOTAM in a bag of rice first. Flights returned to normal Thursday with authorities blaming the outage on Southwest, or we mean a corrupted file that affected both the primary and backup systems. Here's a verse to consider when your flight is delayed again. And let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Since its historically bumpy kickoff, the new Republican-controlled House of Representatives has approved new House rules central to Kevin McCarthy's speaker candidacy in a near-party-line vote, the creation of a bipartisan subcommittee to probe the weaponization of the federal government, a resolution condemning violence against pro-life facilities and churches, which have reportedly been rising, and a born-alive bill, likely doomed in the Democratic-controlled Senate, mandating that healthcare providers give care to infants born alive after failed abortions. Meanwhile, freshman rep George Santos is facing friendly fire as dozens of New York Republicans have called for him to resign after he admitted to fabricating critical pieces of his resume. Speaker McCarthy hasn't joined the chorus, saying it's for the voters to decide, and Santos has vowed to serve his entire two-year term. No matter who's in charge or what bills are passed, we should continue to pray for our leaders and seek the good of everyone we come in contact with. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1-2 through 2 says, First of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Moscow's military leadership is getting a makeover. Putin demoted commander Sergei Sorovinkin, nicknamed General Armageddon, but will keep him around as deputy to the new guy, Valery Gerasimov. The shakeup shows Russia's unhappiness with the time and cost of the ongoing war in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Russia pulled out all the stops to get a win on the battlefield. After an unrelenting assault of jets, mortars, and rockets, Moscow claims it's captured the small salt mining town of Solidar. Ukrainian President Zelensky says fighting continues. Solidar sits just six miles north of the strategic location of Bakhmut, which Russia's had its eye on since midsummer. If seized, the battered Bakhmut could serve as a path to disrupting Ukraine's supply lines. Followers of Christ should not become cynical, desensitized, or unmoved by stories of those in need, but endlessly willing to help. Seek or create opportunities to do good and to share with people impacted by the war in Ukraine. Galatians 6 verse 9 through 10 says, Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. 
Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Patmos Capital Partners. Real estate investing is notoriously complicated. Fees, jargon, middlemen. Enter Patmos. Patmos Capital Partners is a real estate investment firm run by believers that removes these obstacles and infuses a love for Christ into everything they do, using their influence to positively impact their property's residents. So yes, this means you can easily invest in real estate, growing and stabilizing your portfolio, and be proud of the investment itself. Patmos already has $240 million in assets under management and is currently raising money for new opportunities. If you're interested in learning more, check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Attorney General Merrick Garland appointed a small counsel to investigate classified documents found in, as of yesterday, two non-classified document-worthy locations. President Biden's Delaware home and his former office in D.C. Robert Hur, a former Trump-appointed U.S. attorney now in private practice, will be leading the investigation, and White House lawyers say they are cooperating. The inflation balloon is thankfully still leaking. The annual rate fell 6.5% in December, the sixth straight month of decline since its 9.1% peak in June. The drop was aided by a sharp decline in gas prices, which are now lower than a year ago. But some categories are still surging. Eggs up 60%, airfare up 28%, and coffee up 15%. Nurses at two New York City healthcare systems are celebrating the end of a three-day strike protesting unsafe working conditions. Unions struck a deal after the hospitals agreed to provide safe staffing ratios enforced by fees for noncompliance. The provisional agreement also includes 170 new nursing positions, a 19.1% pay raise, and lifetime health care for eligible retirees. A Romanian court has upheld the arrest of former kickboxing champion Andrew Tate. The self-described misogynist influencer on charges of organized crime, sexual assault, and human trafficking. The arrest drew international attention last month after speculation that Tate's interaction with environmental activist Greta Thunberg on Twitter allowed authorities to track his location. Russia is sending a replacement lifeboat to the International Space Station in February. In case of emergencies, two lifeboats are docked at the ISS. One of them, a Russian Soyuz, was damaged in December, posing significant risk should the seven astronauts currently aboard the ISS need to come back to Earth. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.